Thanks for tuning in. This is Giving and Gabbing, the podcast all about nonprofit fundraising success, brought to you by GiveGab, the nonprofit giving platform. I'm your host, Jackie. I'm a customer success champion here at GiveGab. And who are you, Karen? I am Karen. I'm a co-host with Jackie here on your podcast, and I'm a customer success champion at GiveGab as well. Let's talk about giving. Awesome. So we thought today we would talk a little bit about Giving is Gorgeous, which is our Giving Day event that we organized here at GiveGab, and just uh, go over some of the things that contributed to our success and also what we could do a little bit better next year. Right. And to just kind of start it off and give you an idea, Giving is Gorgeous, if you're not super familiar with it, is a giving day here in Ithaca. And it's super special to us here at GiveGab because while our platform does serve nonprofits all across the country in their fundraising efforts. Giving is Gorgeous is local, it's in Ithaca, and um, it's really our opportunity to support our local nonprofits. So we really get excited for it and take a lot of pride in it. And we just want to talk a little bit about the successes, you know, what it was like and what we could do better next year. So Jackie, do you want to kind of start off and talk about what you think made Giving is Gorgeous really successful this year? Yeah, you know, we had our highest fundraising total ever this year with over $100,000 raised for nonprofits. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were a lot of things that contributed to that success. One of the big ones, I think, was our webinars and our live trainings that we did with the participants. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had both a in-person boot camp where uh, we we went over some strategies for fundraising during Giving is Gorgeous, and we also had an office hours sec- session where um, the nonprofits were invited to come into the office and actually work with us one on one to help for help building out their profile or with anything else that they had questions about. And we also have our standard two live webinars that we do throughout the lead up to the giving day. So also going over fundraising strategies and strategies for um, building your profile and using the platform. Yeah. Yeah. And like Jackie said, like those, those trainings are typically, I mean, those webinars are typically offered during giving days, but for giving is gorgeous. All of these were completely new this year. Mm -hmm. Right. So it was a very different um, shift to from last year and the previous years of not having any trainings on the platform or strategies around fundraising to this year having not only webinars online but in-person events. Um, so I don't know about you, Jackie, I felt a lot like the organizations felt super supported and um, you know I, I was just excited to be able to work one-on-one with them and I saw a lot of those organizations that came in being super successful, which was pretty exciting. Absolutely. Yeah, they think it I think it really encouraged them to spend more time on their profile and um you know, really focus their attention on the strategies that they were using and our suggestions to them and that really resulted in greater success all around. Um another factor in the success this year I think was getting the community involved more. So we had so many in-person events around town happening on the day of, which um, I think really made a difference in just in um, spreading awareness and spreading the word about what Giving Is Gorgeous is and um, things that were going on around town. And um, 
specifically business involvement. So local businesses were more involved this year. Mm -hmm. um, they were able to have business fundraising pages, and that's a, still kind of a new feature on the GiveGab platform, and it allows businesses to go on and create a page where they can have their employees or affiliates with that business um, connect their donation to the name of that business. Right. I completely agree with you. I think that that business involvement this year was much higher, and it, it did seem to make a lot of difference. Mm -hmm. We had um, some nonprofits have events at local businesses, and those businesses actually gave a percentage of their proceeds to the, the nonprofit from that day, so that was cool. And I, I talked to Jackie about this before. I thought it was really cool just the recognition in the community that that I was, um, you know, it was my only break during the day of Forgiving is Gorgeous going and playing volleyball at Stewart Park. And um, I happened to have left my Giving is Gorgeous shirt on and someone that was playing volleyball there with me, you know, recognized it and like asked me how I knew about Giving is Gorgeous and how I got a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> and I was able, you know, with pride to tell them I'm, I'm actually on the Giving is Gorgeous team. And I was very excited that, you know, those like, some people in the community recognized giving as gorgeous, knew what it was, and they were excited by it. Whereas I feel as year in the years past, you know, I'm not sure if that recognition would have happened. And I just think it's awesome that this year, you know, there was so much more of a presence in the community from giving as gorgeous, which was pretty exciting to be a part of. That's amazing. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I think we, we did a pretty good job um, having a presence in the community. And I think next year we can continue to make our presence even stronger and then over the course of the next few years hopefully you know everyone in Ithaca knows what giving is gorgeous is about and we'll That's recognize our yeah it yeah. is the dream <laughs> um, but we can work towards that and I think it can get stronger year by year so um, and another thing that I think made giving is gorgeous super successful was the fact that we had that sponsorship by Visions Yes. Um, the credit union uh, that's that's local to Ithaca. Um, and our project manager for Giving is Gorgeous was able to secure this sponsorship by Visions. And what they did was that they covered the fees that were not covered by donors, which meant that for organizations, there was uh, no registration fee to be part of this giving day, and they were able to collect all of the funds that the donors were intending to give them. So, I mean, there was really nothing to lose and everything to gain from participating in Giving is Gorgeous. Right. Zero dollars cost, essentially, to fundraise. Exactly. Uh, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that made a huge difference. Um, any organizations that might not have, you know, might have been a little... Um, doubtful if they were going to participate or not. I think that um, that sponsorship really helped boost involvement. Um, and yeah, it was just awesome to see that the organizations were getting all of the funds. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Now we are um, working with our Giving Day clients all over the country and in the instance of a Civic Giving Day we would be working with a community foundation as the host of their giving day and we're working together with them um, as the platform um, but they're really like our partner who is organizing the giving day in their community and with giving is gorgeous we were able to experience both sides um, so we were able to see what it was like firsthand to be on the partner's side and um, organize a giving day 
promote it in the community and really find out um, firsthand what, what all the things that they go through throughout that whole process. Right. Do you have anything that stands out to you about what that was like for you? Yeah, I mean, I really loved... I really loved that we were the partner and the platform in this situation. Um, you know, as Jackie said, we're usually just the platform. And so being able to experience everything that our partners usually um, have to do was um, eye-opening because they do a lot. Um, and also really rewarding because we got to work really closely with those organizations in town. Um, personally, I, I really enjoyed the communications aspect of it. So sending out emails and posting to social media um, and, you know, really going above and beyond sending those emails out, not only to encourage them to register, but also sending them tips and tricks on, you know, fundraising strategies and whatnot. Uh, that was super fun. And one of our team members on Giving is Gorgeous actually came up with the idea of getting a cumulative list of all of the Giving is Gorgeous participants from the previous years. We included them on a newsletter list and uh, sent all of those previously, you know, registered organizations' uh, emails, encouraging them to register and, you know, giving them more information about what was new this year, what was different with Giving is Gorgeous this year, and why they should come back and participate again. And, you know, Jackie and I saw from being in the blue chat bubble that that really, I mean, that really worked. We sent out those communications and throughout the day, we would receive numerous messages um, asking, you know, how can I register? How can I get involved? And so those organizations came back and uh, participated and were super successful. So that was, that was a huge win. And I'm really happy that we, that we did that. Right. Definitely. What I thought was really fun was being able to um, see and recognize some of the folks who we met in person at those events and also at our trainings right in through the chat bubble. Mm -hmm. um, and on the flip side, um, having the opportunity to meet people in person who we often chat with through the chat bubble, it was just really special to be able to actually put a face to a name and recognize people either like in a, in a different setting, either um, through chat or in person. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, for Jackie and I, we're behind the chat bubble all the time, and we talk to people throughout the country. And usually, you know, it's people from California or Nevada or Texas, and that means that we're communicating only online, which um, is, you know, fun and whatnot. But it's so rewarding and exciting to meet those people in person, and then to see them chat in and actually know who they are is 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 just pretty exciting. So I totally agree with you. Yeah, and so that they can get to know us a little bit, too, because we think some people don't even know that we're real people. They think that we might be chat bots. Um, right, Jackie gets yeah. messages sometimes uh, <laughs> asking to talk for a, talk to a real person, right? Yeah, can I talk to a person? <laughs> we are people. <laughs> um, right, so this, this year definitely was super successful. Um, but what do you think? Uh, what do you think we could do better next year? I think there's definitely room for improvement, right? Mm -hmm. Of course. Something that stands out is the process of seeking sponsorships. I think we could start that process a little bit earlier um, and get that messaging out there sooner, so that potential sponsors have 
uh, longer timeline in order to talk with us about it and talk through their options and make a decision and also um, raising awareness a little bit sooner to get uh, potentially more participation from sponsors. Um, and I wonder if there's an opportunity there to um, make that communications process a little bit more personal because this year we did um, send a lot of emails and they those people may not have necessarily known who we were um, specifically or weren't familiar with giving escorts previously so they either might not have read it at all or yeah. <laughs> they read it and just didn't connect with it in that way so you know next time that we're around at any events that are you know philanthropic in nature um, we could kind of you know, make, form those connections then and talk to those individuals um, and connect with them in the sense that, you know, we're, we have this event going on in June. I wonder if you'd be interested in a sponsorship for Giving is Gorgeous. I think that has potential to be a lot more effective than just sending an email. I totally agree with you. And I think for not only those organizations when you first reach out to them, but also, you know, we had some people that did respond and they did sound pretty interested in getting involved and, and supporting Giving as Gorgeous. Um, and I think since we're super familiar um, with just sending emails and working primarily online, uh, we lost that, um, we, we didn't have that idea to go and meet with those or those companies, those businesses in person. And I mm -hmm. I think that potentially for next year, it'd be nice if we could meet with them when, they're, when they are interested so we can go over, you know, what are those options that you have to support Giving as Gorgeous? What do they look like? And I think meeting in person will just make a huge difference. You know, we're located in Ithaca. This is our giving day. And it's really our only opportunity to do something like that. I completely agree. Yeah, that would be really... That's really exciting for us to plan for next year. So we had a table set up in Press Bay Alley, which if you're not from Ithaca, it's not so much an alley because that sounds kind of weird, but it's <laughs> more of a an area of the street that has lots of little shops um, and businesses clustered together. It's set back from the road a little bit, and it's an area generally that has a lot of foot traffic. So we went, we went and set up a table in Press Bay Alley. Um, promoting giving is gorgeous and you know tabling is always a little bit hard to engage with the the people who are walking by because they don't necessarily know ahead of time that you're going to be there what you're doing there um, when they see you so I think having something a little bit more structured a little bit more engaging for them to do with us um, while we're set up Mm -hmm. in the alley or wherever we are um, would be a great improvement um, just to get a little bit more to make it more approachable right no I completely agree I think people walking by didn't seem it didn't seem super inviting or approachable for them just to come up to the table whereas I agree with you I think if there was an engaging activity or game that we had mm -hmm. going on um, we might have had, might have seen more people come up and, and chat with us. So yeah, I completely agree. I think that could use use some improvement for next year for sure. Um, 
I'm also thinking for the trainings for next year, you know, the attendance, while the trainings were great and they were available to the nonprofits, the attendance wasn't super high. And yep. so I think we could brainstorm different ways to get more people involved and get more people um, in attendance to those trainings because, um, you know, we go over not only how to use the platform, but strategies around fundraising. And it's super beneficial to the organizations that do attend. I think this year, um, there might have been multiple reasons why attendance wasn't high. I'm thinking that part of it was it's the first year that it was offered. So if we continue to make those available and um, really show that we're here to support and answer any questions that the organizations have, um, and the more visible that we are in the community, I, I think the higher attendance will be year to year. But I think considering, you know, the emails that we send out, more pushes to get higher attendance for trainings. Um, I think we could boost those numbers for next year. Definitely. And I'm sensing kind of a theme here of uh, preparing earlier and kind of in general or in a lot of these areas. Um, and going along with that, I think the, the strategy of getting the local businesses involved and setting up events with them was really effective and that worked so well that I think that we could take that further next year. Liquid State, for example, which is a bar in Ithaca, um, had an event that they coordinated with one of the participating nonprofits and they actually um, donated some of the proceeds from that event to their Giving and Scourges fundraiser. And I just love that idea in general of um, kind of I guess capitalizing on um, maybe or expanding an event that's already popular because a lot of people already go to the happy hour at Liquid State anyway um, and being able to promote it in such a way that um, letting the community know that you know if you come to happy hour on this day we're going to be donating one dollar for every drink purchase to this nonprofit and I think that's really great and just what an incentive for people to get involved who might not be as aware of what Giving is Gorgeous is or may not have initially intended to make a donation. Right. So Jackie was at Liquid State which had an event happening and I was at the watershed, um, a different bar in town, and someone who I, I did let them know was Giving is Gorgeous and kind of what was going on. And when he went up to get another uh, another drink, he said, well, it's for a good cause. <laughs> and I thought that's funny. And it is. That's true. Yeah. And then, like Jackie said, people are going to go to restaurants and bars anyway. And and why not really take advantage of, of the fact that businesses do want to get involved and they do want to support you and donating part of their proceeds, um, you know, to your to your fundraiser um, isn't 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 something that's difficult for them to do. And it really usually only takes an organization asking. So the more that we really tell those organizations that that's an option, I think the more that they'll think of doing that. And I think that could really boost the fundraising um, for next year and, and push our goal even higher. Yeah, I think, I think so. I think we could do even more with that mm -hmm. in the future. Do you want to talk a little bit about on the nonprofit side, what nonprofits should now be doing that now that their giving day is over, um, to kind of carry that momentum forward and, you know, enhance their fundraising for the rest of the year? 
Absolutely. And I know um, Jackie is the donor stewardship ex expert, so you're welcome to hop in. Um, but I do love this part. Um, you know, fundraising, the Giving is Gorgeous event has um, is over for this year. Um, you're super successful. And how do you follow up on that? And what do you do now? Um, I would say while our, our platform is awesome in the fact that it does send out those automatic thank you messages to your donors, you should also follow up with a thank you. So if you haven't done that already, if you haven't sent your own thank you message, I would really encourage you to go ahead and do that now. Um, and then you're going to want to think about really following up with those donors throughout the rest of the year, sending them updates on the projects that they funded. So if you had a specific program um, that you were trying to fund with your Giving is Gorgeous campaign and someone donated to that campaign, you'll want to follow up with them and let them know, you know, how is that program doing? Um, what were you able to accomplish with the funds that they donated? You know, what, what have you done with their donation essentially? Because when people donate, they want to see what that money is exactly going to. And they're much more likely to donate again if they can really see the impact that their contribution made because they'll feel like they're part of your organization and they're really making a difference. And they'll feel more encouraged to keep making a difference and keep giving your donation their donations to your organization. Definitely. And it's so important because every donor wants to feel that they've helped you to accomplish your goal and when you can actually show them what you've accomplished um, and give them that feeling of, you know, I contributed to this, I helped make this possible, that's how you really um, forge those deeper personal connections with your donors. Mm -hmm. And I'll do a little quick shout out to Christina Alhai <laughs> who gave me this, this really cool idea. So. You can absolutely, I encourage you to follow up with those updates on those specific projects that you're funding for. Um, a step further, if you want to, would be if you had donation levels that were going to specific um, specific programs, or say you were an SBCA and you had a $20 donation level for a certain you know, treatment and a 50 for a certain vaccine or something like that. If someone donated to individual levels like the 50, um, you could follow up and let them know how many animals were treated with those vaccines because of your donation um, and really make it uh, more personal than you already would have. Um, again, that's an extra step and a little bit more work. Um, and it's already awesome if you're following up with updates and, and really stewarding your donors throughout the year anyway. Yeah, that's an excellent idea. Just being as specific as possible with those updates, I think, is just so effective. Mm -hmm. So here at GiveGab, we have a lot of exciting events that we're looking forward to coming up this summer. So in two weeks, we have our Giving Day Leaders Forum, and that's going to be such a fun opportunity uh, to share and discuss experiences from different Giving Days with our clients around the country. Mm -hmm. um, also look out for our next uh, Giving Day quarterly webinar, which is coming in August or September. The topic is going to be integrating your fundraising event with your Giving Day. And also look out for our next podcast episode. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Thanks.